Welcome back to another episode of the PBL Project Blitz. For this episode, we sat down and talked to Amanda Barkley and Brandy Kirkpatrick. They're both from um, the Babcock Neighborhood School in Babcock Ranch, Florida. If you listened to one of our first uh, Blitz episodes with Rachel Crawford, you remember um, us talking about the Babcock Neighborhood School. Um, these facilitators were awesome enough to sit down with us and, and talk over the phone on their spring break. So they were uh, poolside with their kids. So if you hear any background noises, um, that's what's happening there. So we're really, really appreciative. And those in education kind of understand what that sacrifice is. It's so important to take some time away from school to rest and, and recover as you kind of get that break. It's really needed. And so, again, we're really happy that they were able to spend some time sharing their project with us. The project they shared with us was in a second grade classroom, and the, the title of the project is called Germ Busters. And so they kind of explored how to make sure that kids would stay healthy and do the right things to make sure that they could be at school every day when they needed to be there and that they could stay healthy. If you're liking the music that you're hearing on our podcast, this is a band called Attaboy. The song is called Waking Up. You can find their music on Spotify, and the link to that is in our show notes. Enjoy this interview. Welcome to the PBL Playbook, brought to you by Magnify Learning, where we equip teachers with project-based learning tools today so they can engage and empower their students for the future. This podcast will give you the playbook of real PBL facilitators in the classroom, just like you, and help bring you strategies and tools for your PBL game. Now, here are your PBL Playbook hosts, Josh and Andrea. Gotta find a better way. All right, we are here today with Amanda Barkley and Brandy Kirkpatrick. They are both uh, facilitators at Babcock Neighborhood Schools in Florida. Um, they're second grade facilitators, and they're going to talk a little bit about a project that they did in their classroom that they called Germ Busters. Um, Brandy and Amanda, can you go ahead and give us a quick um, introduction and kind of tell us about how you landed in, in PBL and, and what your um, experience has been? Um, yes, hi, I'm Amanda, and um, we kind of came about uh, the Germ Buster PBL because it was already in the, the first week of school, and some of our students were already getting sick, and um, being at a, a smaller neighborhood school, I mean, everybody knows everyone, so that's where the um, authentic concern came about um, in our PBL, um, so we saw an opportunity for that, and um, kind of rolled with it. Um, so yeah, this is Brandy Kirkpatrick, and it did, it just kind of, it became its own thing, um, and it was with pure concern of the children and their friends that were missing everything in school that the whole idea of our PBL came about. So super authentic, and um, you know, we deal with that every year, there's that, that time when everyone starts getting sick and germs are going around. So talk to us about how you, you turned this authentic problem into a project. How did you launch? 
Um, what were some of the standards that you addressed? Who was your community partner? Talk about the process of, of creating this project in your classroom. Sure. Um, so we um, kind of sat together and we talked about like, okay, this is a problem. Why is this a problem? And we kind of just kind of brainstormed this big list of like, oh my goodness, they're missing school. We're going to miss our friends and they're going to miss recess and academics. So we just kind of took everything they had to say and we put it out there on sticky notes and kind of sorted it by, okay, you know, this is what we know. What do we need to know about you know, being sick, how do we prevent it? We kind of, you know, led them through that discussion and we came about with our driving question of how can we as BNS germ busters keep our school clean and students healthy so we can be at school to learn and do our best? Um, and it was really cool because we had um, a few community partners, um, our our Dr. Edwards from Mama's Chiropractic came in and he was phenomenal. He talked with our students about uh, the brain and how to keep your brain healthy and how the nervous system affects everything in your body. Um, we had Mrs. Churchill, um, the lifestyle director in our community, come in and show us exercises um, and talk with us about what she does. And uh, we also had a really neat um, community partner, Paul, come in, and she does all of the um, video and promo work in our community, and she showed us um, videos and editing um, for the students um, because our students wanted to make a music video. Um, so instead of Ghostbusters, we were the Germbusters, and it was neat to see um, they did every single part in the video from um, just the different viewpoints and shooting the film to the editing um, to we had our own lyrics and costume designers. It, it was really neat to see all of that come together. That sounds amazing, um, and it sounds like it'd be a really fun project for the students. So talk a little bit about some of the impact that that had on, on students. Um, I think the impact is mostly um, they realized um, that they wanted their friends to be there at school with them. So they, they did have a lot of fun and it started out as a, as kind of a small PBL with, with the first drive. And then it just kind of morphed into this, huge ordeal um and we pulled so many people in we had so many different ideas um the kids were running around asking people how they were being germ busters in our school oh that yeah we also did um swab tests where we swapped 20 different places in our school um to see where the dirtiest germiest parts were and you would think it would be the bathroom however it was one of our children's shoes that was the dirtiest <laughs> and the monkey bars. That's right. The, the monkey oh. bars were, were really gross. Um, but we, we pulled in our art and drama teacher and she helped facilitate all of our, our video. And they, they redid the lyrics for ghostbusters as germ busters. And the kids didn't see the video until our exhibition night when they watched it with their families. Um, so that in itself was kind of just a, an awakening for the children that they had produced this entire thing completely children-led. That is such a, a cool feeling for the kids to get to see their hard work paid off, and especially in front of their, their families, like you said. 
Absolutely. And, you know, just they had so much fun with it that when it came to tying in the standards with it, um, they were motivated. We were tying it in with our nonfiction standards. Um, so they were looking up all kinds of information. They were going to different, you know, avenues to get it and collect it. They were writing um, informational how-to writings. Um, we even did some demos in kindergarten and first grade classrooms um, where they had to write out the different steps of how to properly wash hands. And um, it was really neat to see them work with the other grade levels and be that role model for them. Um, so it gave them that sense of pride as well, which was really neat to see. That's a really, this project sounds like a really cool and just obviously authentic way to to go cross-curricular and to integrate all of those kinds of standards. And you brought up the swab testing. I remember being in elementary school and doing the swab testing. And that's something that um, even that little activity that, um, you know, will stick with them forever. So, you know, again, this project is incredibly authentic. It's a real problem. This is one of those almost like perfect PBLs that kind of falls into your lap because of the timing and because of the problem. And how to address it and all those things. So talk about then from your end, like what kind of impact did this project have on you? Why is this one of your favorites? And how did it help you as um, a PBL facilitator in your development? Um, I think one of the hardest things about um, being a facilitator sometimes is just taking that step back when you notice your PBL morphing and like really giving the kids that voice and voice and the lead. Um, and I learned so much by just doing so and letting them roll with it and, and having the confidence and leading them to make great choices and what they did with um, our material. Um, so my favorite part was the voice and choice and, um, and how they took not only their learning to do this music video, which was a lot of fun, but for our exhibition night, they took all of their learning and they they really wanted to teach their families and teach the school, um, you know, how to be healthy and what that does involve. And they took everything and they made their own family game night with it. And they hosted it. They welcomed everybody. They adapted some of their favorite games to house the content and the material. And that was all of them. So, you know, by stepping back, they really were able to grow, and we saw their wings just fly with this one. That sounds like a really outstanding experience, one that we don't always get to. Um, I mean, we see it at the high school level, but I think when, when you look at students who are as young as second grade like that, that's one of those things where it's just amazing to see what they're actually capable of when they're given the chance to, to do um, some of the work that, that we ask them to do. One of the things that we kind of think about is as we do, uh, you know, think about this project again, um, and if you, you know, if you happen to kind of reinvent it or, or reutilize that project, um, what things might you do to, to change it, or how would you make it better, or, or do it differently uh, the next time? Um, I I think that we, with how much it morphed, we definitely did not have enough time to do everything that we wanted to do. Um, we wanted to publish a book with um, writings from the children explaining hand washing, how to, how to stay healthy, and we were going to leave copies of it in our doctor's office that's actually in Babcock Ranch, um, but all of that, the, the video kind of took precedence over everything else. The kids were so interested in doing that and putting it through our school that I think a lot of stuff that we could have done and wanted to do 
kind of got left out because we just totally ran out of time. We we definitely needed probably twice as much time to do all the things that we wanted to do in this PBL. Yeah, and that's so hard. Like we said, super cross-curricular and a lot of application. So it's hard to, in the limited time we have, make that all happen. But um, an ambitious project and definitely, I think, one that will will stick with them. So um, before, we, uh, before we close, do you guys have any final thoughts about this project or, or PBL in general for our listeners? I, you know, I just think sometimes you don't really realize how much of an impact PBL is making, um, especially, you know, at the time we did this, it was in the beginning of the year, and, you know, we thought, like, oh, gosh, you know, we, we could have made an even bigger impact in the community and whatnot, and, you know, lo and behold, here we are, you know, a couple months later, sharing out our information again, reminding everybody about the germ busters, um, just because it became so relevant, so... Um, you know, just don't be afraid to try things. You might try them. It might fail. Talk with your class and be like, oh, my goodness, you know, what happened? Where can we go with this? And, you know, don't be afraid to let the kids make decisions and have voice and choice in the PDL because that's really what it's all about. All right. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Um, we really enjoyed hearing about your project, and, and uh, we're glad you had an opportunity to share that with our listeners. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Ready, break. Thanks again for joining Josh and Andrea for the PBL Playbook, where we give you the playbook of real PBL facilitators in the classroom just like you and help bring you strategies and tools for your PBL game. If you want to reach the pod, you can tweet at AskGIEBS, at MissB103, and at Magnify Learning, or you can email the PBL playbook at magnifylearning.org with any questions, thoughts, or ideas you have. Also, be sure to show Josh and Andrea some PBL love by rating, reviewing, and sharing the PBL playbook with other educators. Yeah.